What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dream a Little, the podcast that's all about helping you feel more confident about your kinks. You can share it with your significant other. Our guest today is Miss C. You might know her and her kid as Barbie's Doll XO on Tumblr. I'm going to try not to fangirl too much right now because I get to that a little later in this episode, <laughs> but just know that to say I'm excited to have her here is a complete understatement. She's awesome. Just wait. You'll see what I mean. Before we dive in, I just need to say something. Guys, it's a jungle out there in my DMs, in my Tumblr inbox. You know, there are just so many thirsty guys. And sometimes I get messages from people who need some help making genuine connections with people in the community online. So if you need some help reaching out to someone and you have no idea what to say, or if you've been sending messages and you haven't been getting many responses, I got you. I went through my whole inbox and analyzed what messages I actually responded to and which ones I ignored. And I realized the good first messages had a pattern. And that inspired me to create this episode's free download, which is called The Perfect First Message Formula. It's all about how to craft a first message that gets a response. So if you want to find out how to do this, head over to thelittlelounge.com slash 91 download. As always, I'm going to link to that in the show notes, along with links to Missy's social media in case you want to get in touch with her. All right, let's do this. Hi, Missy. Thank you so much for joining me on Dream a Little. I'm so excited to have you here. Hey, Lo. Thanks so much for having me on. Love your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I have been... I don't think it's any secret that I have been obsessed with your profile for, I don't even know. I don't know when I discovered you guys, but ever since you're like one of the only accounts that I check up on with and like stalk daily. (laughs) Oh my God, you are too sweet. Well, we're actually, we're pretty like relatively new um, on that account on Tumblr, but we've been kind of like around on various different accounts on Tumblr and FetLife for a while, but we're really loving um, our, our current account and, you know, our current sort of vibe. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been real fun sharing all the weird kinky things that I make my kid do <laughs> with uh, the Tumblr universe. <laughs> I'm really grateful for that. So thank you so much. <laughs> okay. So let's talk a little bit about that. So how did you guys meet? Well, so we actually met, um, gosh, almost five years ago, we met on FetLife of all places, which has presented some difficulties for talking with our vanilla friends and family. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really funny because we, we have a backstory that's probably equally implausible. And for whatever reason, I think because it's so implausible, like people believe it, you know, but we, we use the backstory that we also met online on a different site on like a, like a fitness site. And so it's, (laughs) it's okay. But yeah, it's, it's so funny because like, you know, we are, we're not from the same city. We weren't living in the same state at the time. So we had to kind of be inventive with how we met but yeah, we met on FetLife. Um, we both uh, had 
just sort of, I don't know, standard profiles on there. You know, we weren't particularly like prolific posters and groups or anything, but, you know, had joined local groups and um, yeah, honestly, like I just kind of had a, a profile that, you know, showed some of my, I don't know, my more vanilla interests in addition to sort of my kink life. And he sent me this really thoughtful message that, you know, just sort of asked me questions that weren't, you know, um, hi, will you be my mommy? Oh my gosh. I get those all the time. I'm like, who are you? (laughs) I know. It's like a daily thing. And it it breaks my heart because, you know, I feel like there's so many people out there that, that so desperately want, you know, those connections, but they just, they approach it in just the worst ways sometimes. So, you know, he was, he sent me just this really sweet message and, you know, he had clearly read my profile and, you know, it wasn't, he wasn't sort of, unlike a lot of the messages that I got, he wasn't asking me for anything. He just wanted to talk to me. And, um, that, that meant a lot to me. It was like, way more thoughtful than, than, you know, any messages that I, you know, would have seen on an online dating site for that matter. So yeah, we struck up a conversation and, um, we really took it slow getting to know each other just because I feel like, you know, we both were a little bit hesitant kind of getting to know somebody where, you know, we had met, I don't know, on a kink site. It felt a little bit like, you know, like, I got to vet this person out. Right. Yeah. Um, so we really took our time and, um, we eventually exchanged numbers and, um, and like I sent him like voice messages before we even talked on the phone. And like, it was very kind of like one tiny baby step at a time before eventually, you know, maybe kind of after about six months of, um, messaging each other and then, you know, talking on the phone and then Skyping, we met in person and uh, we were long distance for a little while and one thing led to another and we finally got a chance to move to the same city and been living the dream ever since. <laughs> wow. Okay. That is so awesome. So I have so many questions. Yeah. So first, when you were first on FetLife, what was your intention through signing up? Was it to meet someone that you could date or was it just to meet friends in general or or anything like that? Well, so I feel like my first sort of interaction with FetLife was almost more, I mean, it was almost more kind of a thrill to just make a profile, you know? Um, it was it was so exciting to me to just sort of have this little, like, sort of kinky secret, you know? At first, I didn't even really necessarily want to connect with anyone. I just wanted to see what was out there Um you know, online as far as, you know, other people's pictures they're posting and writings that they're posting. And and then I slowly started to join a few local groups and sort of see, oh my gosh, people are, people into age play are actually meeting in person and, you know, going to restaurants and talking about ABDL and that sort of thing. And so, you know, I didn't really... I guess I didn't really go into it initially with the intention of meeting a partner more just to sort of get a sense of the community kind of just because I I think for a long time I had always had, you know, I really had always kind of had these interests in age play and ABDL, but, you know, I I really didn't know everything that was out there as far as the community. And it seems like every year it's, it's growing more and more. Right. But, um, but yeah, it was just sort of dipping my toe in to sort of see what all was, was out there for me to access. And then as time went on, you know, I found a few girls who I thought, you know, like, oh my gosh, this person could be a friend of mine. I could see myself, you know, getting to know this person. 
as a kinky friend, but then maybe also as a, you know, an, an actual friend to go have coffee with or whatever. And then, uh, you know, I eventually connected with my kid at the right time. I had actually started my FetLife account when I was still in a relationship, you know, and, and I, so I think that was probably part of the reason too, that I wasn't necessarily searching for anyone in particular, but once that relationship ended, I think I maybe started paying attention a little bit more to the guys that were out there as well, you know? Totally. Okay. So did your partner or your ex at the time know yeah. about you signing up for Fat Life or was this kind of like on your own terms, <laughs> low key, <laughs> just yeah. out of curiosity? <laughs> it was totally low key. He, it's actually interesting The so he and I had had a conversation about my interest in age play and ABDL and kinky stuff. And um, he, you know, he was a really supportive, great partner in a lot of ways. But, you know, this was someone that thought that um, like two girls in cheerleading outfits making out was kinky, right? And so right. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that. That's super hot. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I mean, like it hit his eyes like, bugged out of his head when I was like, Hey, I like diapers, <laughs> you know? So yes. I, it sort of was something where I could scratch that itch a little bit in a private way. And so I, I actually didn't, I didn't tell him that I made a FetLife account and probably I should have communicated that. But I think it was again, more just like me seeing what was out there in terms of like photos and, you know, uh, yeah, writing and that sort of thing. And then I think I really delved deeper into it after the relationship ended because I just realized that, you know, my ex and I were ultimately kind of sexually incompatible, you know? So, yes, yeah, I mean, he, I will say like, he was supportive of me engaging in, you know, kind of some ABDL play, like basically on my own, but not really interested in participating. And in fact, really one of the things that kind of spurred me to think about, you know, how important is, is, you know, my sex life in my relationship. Uh, one of those things that, that spurred me to think about that was that I had had a conversation with him about my kink. And he said to me, he's like, well, you know, at some point you're going to grow out of this. And I remember <laughs> thinking, I know, I remember thinking like, Ooh, uh, mm, no, no, you don't understand. You don't really. Yeah. Like it's, this is not going away. Believe me. There have been times in my life where I wished this would go away. Yes. Where <laughs> I just like, I wish I could enjoy missionary sex, you know, twice a week or whatever, and just be satisfied with that. <laughs> that's just totally <laughs> impossible for me. <laughs> and so I think that was really a pivotal moment for me because I realized that you know, you can love somebody, but not be sexually compatible with them. And then, you know, I think for a lot of people, you know, maybe that's not, maybe that's not so much a concern, but at least for me, and I think for a lot of people out there, you know, your, your sexual interests really do play a really integral part in your partnership. And so I realized right then that, you know what, I'm not gonna, I wasn't going to commit myself to a life of like burying my my kinky desires and doing it in the, in, in private, you know, I, I wanted to search and try to find somebody who was both, you know, a, an appealing partner in terms of values and background and ambition, but then also somebody that like could understand my like 
weird kinky brain, you know, or at least attempt to. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. So FetLife really provided me with an outlet ultimately to, to start to kind of see, you know, who all was out there once, once I was single. Oh my gosh. I just got chills. So (laughs) was he the first person you, that, that you had ever opened up to in your life? Um, actually, no, I, um, I, I've told, I have told two vanilla exes. Um, and I think that I like, (laughs) I think I unintentionally like got one of them on board. Uh, Uh, wait, 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 wait. unintentionally. (laughs) I (laughs) didn't mean to. And this is pure speculation, um, because I don't know what his sex life is like now, but we have, when I was in college, so I, I really didn't get into ABDL until I was in college. Like I was totally one of those people that like I had weird feelings as like a kid growing up watching like cartoons with regression themes, but yes. I didn't know what was going on. You know, <laughs> like I was like, oh my God, you know. But then when I got to college, I, you know, I went to, it's a funny story. I went to a party. I went to like a, it was like a fraternity party that had like a rave theme or whatever. And so my girlfriends and I all dressed up in like fairy wings and tutus and we got pacifiers. And I realized after the party, I was like still holding on to my pacifier. And as time went on, I was like, I'd like, I, I, you know, sort of realized like, I really like this thing. I'm really drawn to it. And I started to kind of poke around online and found out there was this whole age play ABDL community out there. And so, you know, it really was like in college that I was first discovering this and, and, you know, sort of starting out more, more as I guess, kind of a little with like switchy tendencies. And so by the time that I got into this relationship, probably halfway into college, I was already kind of wishing that I had a little bit of that dynamic with the guy that I was dating. And so probably about six months into the relationship, there was just like one morning we were snuggling in bed or whatever. And I, I took his hand and I grabbed his thumb and I put it in my mouth. And I just like, <laughs> I, for what, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where you're like, maybe I'll just subtly do this. And like, he'll think it's either like, you know, oh, whoa, she's kinky or like, oh, whoa, this is cute. And I'll gauge his reaction. And he had like a really positive reaction. And that kind of like initiated this, you know, thing where we kind of, we played with like me being cutesy, I'll say, you know, yes. not necessarily, not necessarily little, not necessarily incorporating, you know, anything kind of ABDL related, but it was mostly me um, as opposed to me being a mommy, which is kind of what my, my dynamic with my uh, kid is now. Um, but interestingly, he was super into it. He really wanted me to like call him daddy and stuff like that, but we never brought up like, you know, diapers or pull-ups or anything like that. But he kept kind of wanting to switch and like have it be like me as like, you know, like a in like a babysitter role or in like a mommy role. And so that was the first time that I really realized like, oh, my gosh, it's not just appealing for me to, you know, kind of be cutesy and little myself, but it's totally appealing to kind of take on this like more caregiver role. And it was super unexpected. Um, but yeah, that ultimately was like a huge part of our kind of, I don't know, our, our chemistry, uh, as a couple and, you know, ultimately the relationship didn't work out, but like, <laughs> it was so funny because, you know, he, he kind of took it and ran with it and like seemed to, to really have an interest in sort of the 
the switch side of things too. So yeah, it, it, uh, I don't know. It was, it was an interesting start, I'll say, <laughs> to my kinky life. Yeah. So he kind of like awakened the mommy in you. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Although I'll say like, it's funny, like, I feel like I've always had kind of like mommy caregiver tendencies. Like, I feel like even as like a little kid, I always loved like baby things, you know, like little yeah. like baby Lion King toys or whatever. Like I always wanted kind of like the cutesy baby things. And so I feel like I've kind of always had that impulse, but yeah, my, my kid now, like, I feel like he gets a lot of, um, he gets a lot of that gentle mommy kind of vibe from me, but unfortunately he gets some of the torture too. So So are you guys a switch couple ever, or are you strictly mommy little Yeah. So this is such a good question. And it's something that I don't really talk about on our Tumblr. And so I'm glad to have a chance to kind of clarify it a little bit. We totally started off as switches. In fact, I was looking recently at some of our like very first conversations on like WhatsApp or whatever. And he and I were like so good about switching. Like it was like he would be daddy and then I would be mommy and switching back and forth and like it, um, it was really kind of balanced in that way. It was like pure switchiness. And I totally loved that. However, as time went on, I kind of realized that um, I think the appeal for me in like a little side was not necessarily being submissive. It was more like getting a lot of attention, mm-hmm. having, <laughs> having <laughs> seriously, like having cute things, like um, just sort of like being the apple of his eye and like, getting like praise and all that sort of thing. And like, I also, I feel so bad for him because like whenever I was like little or whatever, I like, he could never win. Like <laughs> I was always brat. Around. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, I was such a brat. Um, I was totally a brat. And so, yeah, I was basically topping from the bottom. And so, you know, I think that like, you know, he realized that. And I think he kind of, he did a really great job of, sort of opening my eyes a little bit to the fact that I was, I probably would be more satisfied in in really sort of delving into the mommy role more. And I'm also really grateful that he kind of, he was really good about being honest with me about his desire to be little. Um, And, uh, you know, because I think naturally, I don't know why this is the case, but I think naturally, like, a lot of women in age play, like we, we almost like think that we're supposed to be littles kind of, you know, like, like, okay, we're cute. We like cute things. Like I'm going to be a little, (laughs) but, but it doesn't, it's not necessarily, you know, always the case that, you know, you might be into ABDL and you might be into looking at, you know, photos of, of girls, you know, in little mode or whatever. Um, or, you know, whether this is something that, you know, is, sexual for you or not but like I think also I don't know like it's uh it's not necessarily the case that you know everybody is sort of pure one way or the other right and so for me I realized that like I really did get a lot more fulfillment out of out of mommying him and like we don't really switch very much anymore um we'll like sort of playfully uh talk about it sometimes or like maybe the most that will happen is like you know I'll play like a, I don't know, like a, a mean older friend who like breaks his crayons and like <laughs> feels a teddy bear or whatever <laughs> and makes him cry. Um, but for the most part, I feel, I feel really drawn to, uh, to that mommy role. And like, I just hope that like, if there are, 
if there are other women out there, especially who like kind of feel like they really like age play, but like sometimes it doesn't feel necessarily right that they're being submissive, that, that they should feel good about like potentially trying to, you know, embrace that mommy role. Because I think that like, I know there are a lot of guys out there who maybe initially identify as a daddy, but who really, really, really also want to be little. And I think sometimes they need a little bit more kind of coaxing. Yes. Um, they, they need us to like put our, put our mommy, uh, <laughs> put our like patent leather mommy boots on and like <laughs> come over and, you know, help them get into that little role a little bit. And it's really satisfying, you know, it just, it, I don't know, it just, it makes us super happy. So yeah, long story short, um, <laughs> I, th- I think we're like, uh, I would say we're like, you know, maybe 10% switch now, um, but mostly mommy and, and little boy, I would say. I love that. That's kind of what me and my boyfriend do sometimes. Like he really is not a little at all. Yeah. He's more like a, a wolf, <laughs> like a little puppy. Oh, <laughs> so um, I get my mommy fixed sometimes, but when I don't, I just come over to your page and just live vicariously <laughs> through you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, but you know, I feel like there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of mommy that can go into like, I mean, if he's like your little puppy, you know, I mean, I feel like you can kind of keep him in line that way. There are definitely similarities there. I will just say that. I know like when people see my Tumblr and I'm sure you get messages like this too, like people are like, are you 24 seven? You know, it's very easy to kind of assume that like you just do this all the time. And I know that's not the case for you. So I'm just curious, like what percentage of the time or like how often do you guys actually role play and how often are you guys just totally vanilla? Yeah. So, so we got, we totally get that question constantly. (laughs) So Um, many thirsty questions. (laughs) It's so true. And I feel like people, people just assume also that when you incorporate diapers in your play that like, it's like, it's for a necessity. And I, I, I want to make clear that like for us, it's totally kink related. And like, you know, I, people seem to really like want to like believe that like my kid is, you know, like diaper dependent and lives 24 seven as a baby and like <laughs> is actually a kid. And, you know, like he's, he's a, just a absolutely sexy, incredible, badass, professional man who like spends, you know, his, his, you know, whole week working hard, like a grown up 30 something guy, you know, and he's a big guy. Like he's freaking muscular. I was browsing Tumblr the other day and my boyfriend was telling me, he's like, Whoa, that guy's freaking ripped. I'm like, I know (laughs) he is a big, big boy. Let me tell you what. Um, (laughs) It's It's so hot. The dichotomy. It's like, Oh my God. I know I find it super hot too like I there's something about like the the big muscles but then like if I've got him in like a little pair of like ruffled pink panties or like so little hot. training pants or something I know it's like <laughs> it's like adorable you know I love that combination yes but uh, but yeah anyway as far as kind of like percentage I mean I would say you know our our vanilla life and professional life just really kind of dominates our day to day and so you know we usually kind of end the day with maybe some sort of little gentle kind of mommy dom aspect or maybe I'll cuddle him and you know tell him a story or something like that or like nursing or you know bottle feeding or something like that but it's definitely not 
certainly not every night, you know, maybe a couple nights a week. And then we'll probably have, you know, I don't know, one to two like actual kind of scenes um, per week, I would say. So it's, it's really just for us a kink thing. It's, it's not a 24 seven dynamic. And also the kind of Dom sub dynamic is something that doesn't carry over to our vanilla life. So it's, it's really something that's just kind of like our, our private time when we're snuggling in bed or, you know, if we've got a scene or if we have a real itch to like take some photos and put them on Tumblr or something like that. But kind of day to day, you know, we're, we're very much kind of on equal footing as partners. You know, we both, we both work, you know, we both have equal amounts of responsibilities at home. And so it's nice because, you know, we never, neither one of us ever really feels like, you know, okay, well in the bedroom, I'm in charge and, you know, in real life he's in charge, you know, I mean, it's like very much kind of just our, our fun outlet, you know, behind closed doors and our regular day to day life. We're just kind of, you know two equal partners trying to face the world, I guess. (laughs) Yes, that's awesome. I mean, I feel like in my relationship too, it's really fluid. And there are times when my boyfriend's trying to like get me to be little and I'm just like, I'm feeling vanilla right now. It's just not going to happen, you know, and that's okay. We just, we let it go. We come back to it, you know, whenever the mood strikes again. Yeah, you know, that's such a good point. And in fact, that's actually something that my kid said to me a couple nights ago where like I was having super, super mommy mommy urges. (laughs) Yeah, and he was like, you know, he was like, no, I just want to like, you know, hang out and, you know, watch a movie or something and like not tonight. And like it's, I think that those moments are just as important too because you realize that like, well, hold on a second. You know, I don't always need to nurture the, the sexual side of things, you know, sometimes it's just the, you know, let's just be together and enjoy our time off together just as, you know, the, the two of us, you know, not, yes. not infusing any of that dynamic. So yeah, it's important to pay attention to, to those moments too. Right. And one last thing, I know we're running out of time here because I'm just yeah. having so much fun, but <laughs> uh, when you guys met, I just wanted to like go over this again, because I think it's really important. You mentioned that you focused on getting to know each other's vanilla sides first. And I think that is so important and so powerful. And I'm just wondering how far into the relationship did you guys start actually incorporating role play and kink? Yeah. So it was, it was really quite early on. I mean, we had sort of messaged about it um, just through text messages, you know, within the first couple of weeks, probably of getting to know each other, I would say, you know, we had sent kind of messages on FetLife that were, that were very vanilla for, you know, several days. And, you know, we were really kind of having an extended conversation, but we both knew of course, from, from the start that, you know, we were coming to the table with, you know, our, our respective kinks, you know, we both had made it clear on our profiles, what we were into. And so in a way that was kind of a relief because, you know, we, we both, you know, neither of us had this big, dark secret to carry, you know, with us. And so I think that, you know, it was nice because we, we were able to sort of explore, you know, the vanilla side of things from the start to see if, you know, we, we really had uh, connections as people, you know? Um, and so, so that it was definitely a, a, a huge component of our early conversations. You know, what are you interested in studying? Do you, do you like to read? You know, what do you want to do with your life? You know, do you want to have kids? Like those big questions, we, we really tried, I think, to kind of feel each other out in that way relatively early on. Um, but of course, you know, because 
I think there's also kind of a sexually charged nature to meeting mm-hmm. someone on FetLife. It's hard to not to hold back, right? <laughs> yeah, especially when you look and see like, oh my gosh, this person has, you know, such similar, um, you know, such similar interests to me, even within this pretty niche fetish, you know? So yeah, of course we, we couldn't help ourselves from sort of talking about kink pretty early on too, but I will say, you know, for people that are, are, you know, wanting to meet other people on Tumblr or on FetLife, you know, who, who are clearly already in the community, who clearly already have a kinky side to them. I just think it's so important to start, you know, with communication with that person as a person, right? You know, to say like, oh, I've noticed that you seem really into, you know, Hello Kitty, or like, you seem like you love to read or whatever it might be, you know, and, and start a conversation about that and not about, will you be my mommy? Or like, you know, what sort of a diaper is your favorite? You know, so. <laughs> right. Cause if you met someone in person, odds are you're not going to walk up to them and ask them that right away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think it really says something that like, he got my attention because he treated me as a person, not yes. as not as a potential mommy or a potential little or, or what have you. And that was, that was really what spoke to me. So, you know, for those people out there that are looking for a partner and are specifically looking, you know, within the community, I hope that's something that they keep in mind that, you know, first and foremost, the person on the other side of the screen is a person, you know? Yeah. 100%. Well, yeah. how can people find you on social media? So, um, we have a Tumblr, it's Barbie's doll XO. Um, letter X, letter O. Um, and that's pretty much where we're, we are right now. Our FetLife is pretty inactive, but you can also find us on FetLife at Batman underscore Rapunzel, our two uh, alter egos, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I <laughs> but yeah, we're it. mostly on Tumblr and uh, Tumblr is more of our kind of mommy dom little boy side. So. Yes, I love it. Well, thank you so much, Missy, for coming on. I had so much fun talking to you. So great talking to you too. Thanks so much, love. Yeah, of course. Let's stay in touch. Great. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, there you have it, guys. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I do have a quick announcement before I go. My boyfriend TK and I are starting a new podcast series on Patreon where we answer questions directly from you. So to join in on the fun and possibly get your questions answered, head over to patreon.com slash dreamlittle. I'll see you there. Bye.